Welcome to this episode of my podcast. My name is Kalsum Butt, and I specialize in training medical professionals how to get the score they need in IELTS or OET so that they can get their dream job, take their career to the next level and start living their best life with their families by providing them with bigger and better opportunities. Before I start with the main topic for this week's episode, I just want to make you aware of how you can use this podcast to your maximum advantage. This is no ordinary podcast. You can use this podcast by one, simply listening to the podcast to get some advice that will help you in your IELTS or OET preparation. Number two, actively listening to this podcast to improve your listening skills. I try to keep it short. I know you guys are very busy people, but you can use it for focused listening practice. So you can use the show notes, which is a complete transcript of each episode. You can read the episode as you listen and analyze the language, learn new words or phrases, practice pronunciation and intonation. Number three, Also included in the show notes are some comprehension style questions that you can use by reading the transcript, using your skimming and scanning techniques to answer the questions. Answers are provided at the end, but you can also check your answers by listening to the podcast. Number four, you can use it as a listening test and answer the same questions while listening. And number five, I also include a brief analysis of some useful words or phrases that I have used in the podcast, which you can learn. So it's up to you how you would like to use this tool. Please don't forget to like, subscribe and share this podcast with your colleagues and social media so that more people can benefit from it too. Okay, so let's talk about IELTS writing task one and how to identify the key features of the data. It's important to know how to do this because this is what the examiner is looking for in your essay. They're assessing your ability to identify and report on the key features of the data. Also, you simply do not have the time or the word count to report on everything you can see in the data. So you have to learn how to pick out the significant points. So in this episode, I'll give you the five steps to identifying key features. Um, And then in the show notes, I've left a link to one of my YouTube videos where I show you how to do it. I actually go through uh, a line graph I demonstrate all the things that you, you should be doing. And I actually go through the question and pick out the key features. So I thought it would be a good idea to do it this way. So you get a a deeper understanding of how to identify the key features. So this episode may be a little bit shorter because I want you to go to the YouTube video um, and actually look at that lesson as well. So I want you to take full advantage of that. Um, So this is really complementing that video. Um, So the two hopefully together should give you a really good understanding, a deeper understanding of how to identify the key features. Okay, so what are my five steps, my five tips, if you like? First of all, number one, you need to get clear on what the data is about. You know, so look at the title of the data of the whatever it is, a pie chart, a graph, a line graph, bar chart, whatever it might be, it could be multiple graphs, 
look at the title. Understand, you know, the X axes or the Y axis, you know, Y axes and the X axes. You, you know, understand what they represent. What do the numbers represent? Look at the key if there is one. Make sure you understand what each part of the key means. Um, and this shouldn't take you more than 10 seconds. You know, if you've practiced this um, during your preparation, it shouldn't take you more than 10 seconds. So it's important to understand how the data is being represented so that you can accurately report it. So many students don't spend the time doing this at all, or they don't do it properly. And they just launch straight into looking at the key features. And you know they make silly mistakes, really obvious, simple mistakes. And had they had just spent those 10 seconds understanding the data in the first place, um, then they wouldn't have made those silly mistakes. So that's number one. Number two, identify if it is data over a period of time. Is the data showing, um, is it spread over a period of time? Is it static data? Is it comparing two different things or multiple things? Sometimes you have multiple graphs uh, or multiple, um, it's the same graph, but it's at different stages of time, different um, dates. Or is it a comparison over two dates or more dates? So data over time would be comparing data, for example, every year over a 10-year period. Static data would, would just be one period of time or two different periods of time, and you're comparing those two different periods of time. So you have to understand how the data is being represented. Why is this important to identify first? Because it will inform you on how to report the data in terms of your vocabulary, your grammar. The way you talk about the data will change according to how the data is being presented and will help you to identify the key features and how to uh, talk about those key features. So that's number two. Number three, keep it simple. Now, if you remember nothing else from this episode, please just remember this point. Keep it simple. Do not make analyzing the data more complicated than it needs to be. Simply look at the data and think about what you can see. A lot of students overcomplicate analyzing the data and identifying the key features when it's it's not complicated at all. Um, if you're looking to make it complicated, it will be. What you need to do is simply look at the data and think about what you can see. What are the most obvious things you can see? What is the most striking or the most obvious thing that stands out straight away? That's always a good place to start. And that will be your first key feature. So the most obvious thing, there is usually something that is really obvious that you can see. So start there. So that would be your first key feature. But a word of caution here, 
don't just look at what is the highest, what is the lowest, what is the biggest change, um, what is the biggest drop, what is the biggest increase. Don't always ask yourself those typical questions that usually, um, you know, you see some teachers telling you, you know, just, you know, ask yourself these list of questions. That's not always the best approach to use. Um, actually, you need to look at the data that is in front of you and think about what is happening. Um, a really good way of getting yourself to focus on what is happening in the data in front of you is imagine that you are restricted. Um, you have to tell somebody about the data and you are only allowed to pick three or maybe depending on the data, that is, um, three or four key features, key things that are happening in the data. Uh, what would you say about the data if you were restricted to just telling somebody three or four things about the data? What would you say? So that's a really good way to, it forces you to, to, to look at the key things only. Um, so, you know, look for the general trends. Um, so try to think of it in that way. Don't just always th think about those typical questions. So that leads on to point four, which is don't try to use set questions for every single class one question when it comes to identifying the key features. Some students, and they're actually taught this, um, to go through a list of questions they ask themselves, like what is the highest, what is the lowest, um, etc. Every question is different, and you you have to approach each question differently um, by actually looking at the data you have in front of you, and you know that's the only way you're going to identify the key features properly. Um, sometimes you will need to look at the highest and the lowest and, and things like that, but don't just restrict yourself to those questions. Um, you're limiting your ability to analyze the data and, you know, ultimately limiting the score that you get. So try to think outside of the box. Don't just have these rigid rules in your mind that, okay, I have to think like this, 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 and this. Think outside the box. You know, what can you see? What is happening to the data? You know, and just think of it in very simple, straightforward terms. Um, sometimes students get think that you know, if something is too simple uh, or it's too obvious, it can't be right. That can't be the right answer. It has to be something complicated. So students try to find the most complicated explanations and key features and, and things like that. And that's completely wrong. If it's obvious, if it's simple, um, then it's usually correct. That's what you need to talk about in your essay. The last tip I can give you is really to do with practicing when it comes to your preparation, how you can practice this skill of identifying key features. And a really good way um, of practicing and kind of broadening your uh, approach and broadening your knowledge of identifying key features is to look for articles, newspaper articles or magazines where data is reported. 
So for example, I always talk about the BBC website. It's such a good resource um, for learning English. And, you know, I've talked about it um, for IELTS Writing Task 2 as well, how it's good for that. Um, um, if you look in the financial section or even in the science section, so, you know, they're always reporting data. Um, journalists have to report on a lot of data, especially if it's in the financial section or in the science section, uh, we talk about percentages and anything to do with data, any kind of research or study or survey, it involves some data. Um, so yeah, journalists have to report on a lot of data. Unlike you in task one, they also have a word limit on how long their article, their report has to be. Um, and so they have to identify the key features of the data. They can't report on absolutely everything. Um, so they have to analyze the data. So as well, in exactly the same way you do. So a really good way of practicing is to find articles like that. Um, and they're all over the internet. Um, you can easily find them. And what you need to do is analyze the data yourself and then analyze how they have picked the key features. And perhaps you could pick the key features first yourself and then compare your key features to the, their key features and see if that was correct. Look at how they reported on those key features. What are the grammar they use, the vocabulary, the structure? How did they put the report together? What key features did they put together? So look at the structure of their report as well, their article. It's a really, really good way of, um, you know, just going beyond the IELTS test and, and picking up really good vocabulary and grammar. And it also helps with your reading skills as well. So it will help you with all of your IELTS preparation. Um, but in particular, just looking at how it's reported and how they've identified the key features. Okay, I really hope you found this episode useful. It's a little bit shorter than the other ones because I want you to take advantage of the, the YouTube video where the lesson that I've, uh, that's in the show notes. Um, so take a look at that and let me know what you think. Leave me some feedback uh, under the YouTube video. Um, let me know what you think. Have you got any questions? Um, is there something that you're stuck on, you're struggling with or any other help that you need, just let me know. Um, I'd really like to know what you think. Um, and as always, if there's something that you are struggling with or you're finding challenging um, in IELTS or OET, um, just send me a message, leave me a message anywhere and I'll pick it up. Uh, or you can email me at englishwithitutor uh, at gmail.com and I'll be more than happy to do an episode on it. Okay, so uh, let me know what you think and I'll see you in the next episode. I really hope you have found this episode useful. Please let me know if you have. I would love to get your feedback. And if there is something you would like me to do an episode on uh, for IELTS or for OET, please just let me know. The details on how you can contact me are in the show notes of this episode. And remember, nothing changes if nothing changes. If you are not willing to change or implement advice and you keep doing the same thing, you will keep getting the same results again and again.
Real progress, real improvement comes when you push yourself outside of your comfort zone. Please don't forget to like, subscribe and share this podcast with your colleagues and on your social media so that more people can benefit too. Take care and keep working hard.